0: Episode 56. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey, everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio, video artist, and master storyteller. We're going to Los Angeles, California to visit with Angelique Bianca. Angelique, she has done it all She's a singer, songwriter She's been on stages all over the world With the Indians, signed a polygram She's in, been in Ibiza We're going to find out all about it So strap up your seatbelts And let's go for a ride Angelique Hi How was your workout?
1: It was very good, thank you <laughs> So
0: you didn't get stuck in Downward Dog, did you?
1: Of course not
0: Okay. You know, I usually ask somebody like to, you know, give me their, their backstory at the beginning of the interview, but I got to start and pardon my uh, voice is a little scratchy cause I just fight Nicole, but I'm rallying. Okay. So I have to ask you this question. So you've played all this music. You're a songwriter, musician, DJ, um, all over the world. And I love this piece. Your roots began in hip hop as a DJ and a rapper, your first musical experience on stage rapping with Ice-T made you the first one of the first female rappers. And you ran away from home dropping out of high school at 16. Now, I got to ask you, by any chance, did you sleep in a Shell Station men's room for two weeks?
1: Absolutely not, no. Okay,
0: because I slept in a Shell Station ladies' room for two weeks at the same age. <laughs>
1: wow, So you were, um, I actually didn't, I did leave school. I took the GED. So I, I do have a, you know, the college, I mean the high school equivalency diploma. Right. And, um, but you know, I was, uh, just ready to live life I, I you know a lot I don't want to talk about my childhood and how
0: no, aggressive no,
1: I'm or whatever but I mean right. you know everybody has their thing and um, the lessons that they're you know going through to get to where they are going and right. that's the path that I took but I mean I really was so passionate about music and also um, so social commentary and you know my even back then and this was in the early 80s, you know, I was writing about the things that are going on in the world right now, you know, love and peace and making the world a better place. And it's just something that's, you know, spoken to me from a, a chi- as a child. And so, you know, my the thread of all my music, you know, as much as I write, and I think, you know, one of my favorite writers, of course, is John Lennon. And, you know, he says the best thing that you can write about is truth. And so my truth, it, you know, is comes through a lot in my lyrics. And um, so, you know, of course, I write about love stuff. and But, you know, a lot of it is um, social commentary and activism and things I'm passionate about. And so it, it's been my tool.
0: I picked that up in your music. And tell me something. How did you get connected to... The whole, I mean, Lennon absolutely speaks to all that, but um, through you growing up, were there influences around you that connected you to that? Or like, how did you get connected to that kind of music?
1: I think I just, uh, it was, I probably just my group, you know, my peers, we all were into like Led Zeppelin and the Rolling Stones, but then I started going to these hip hop clubs and, you know, talking in the time where people like Jean-Michel Basquiat and Fab Five Freddy and uh, all the, you know, the the breakers. I mean there was a really a, a, there was a, a hip hop music scene here in the early 80s and um, and I was just a kid and I was being snuck into the clubs. I was obviously underage. And um, it, it's funny because I, I have to laugh about the story. You know, I'm ended up moving to Spain and DJing around the world and all that stuff. And, you know, when I moved to Spain, I was probably in my late 30s and I was turning 40. And I finally was like, I have to just say my age now because, you know, otherwise I was rapping with iced tea when I was five years old in the early 80s. <laughs> make any sense. And, you know, because I'm really into eating consciously and uh, doing yoga and meditation, which has always been something I've been passionate about since a very young age, um, you know, I think it was a, a, an awesome way to turn 40 when I had complete strangers coming up to me and saying, are you Angelique? are you 40? And it was, it was such a gift, you know, to be like, yeah, I am. And I'm proud of it because I don't look 40. And so it was, it was a fun way to, um,
2: No, you look age. like a
0: little chippy man. You look good, good for 40. You look good for 20.
2: Um,
0: so yeah, I know just for you folks who we just said hello on camera and, uh, Angelique. Did not want to come on camera, but I'm so glad you did. So I got a chance to say hello to you, hello to you live and in person. So I got to ask you this other thing. So you ended up going to... You were all over the world as a DJ. So you're not only a great songwriter, vocalist. Um, you've got really imaginative music, but you turned the, the DJ thing on at some point. So how did that switch or did it switch? Was it just kind of like an addition to your already... Uh, wonderful talents? Or did you kind of just say, I'm going to flip over and do this as well? I don't don't see how you did both.
1: It actually was, I did do both. I started playing acoustic guitar and playing coffee houses. I actually did poetry readings at different bookshops and I was really into prose and poetry and writing. And I actually grew up thinking I was going to be a writer. And then I really got into music. And at that young age, I mean, I, you know, you don't, When I started rapping, it wasn't because I actually, you know, rap wasn't even on the radio yet. And so when I was writing these raps, I was just writing poetry. And I actually thought that, you know, because I was hanging out at these clubs that my friends were doing, I thought that I was writing raps and maybe iced tea would rap my raps. Like I didn't really understand the whole culture. I was very naive. And so when I, my uh, friends at the time were a guy named Matt Dyke, and he started Delicious Vinyl, which is where he produced Tone Loke and Young MC. And I had said to him, I wrote these raps, do you think Iced Tea would um, rap them? And he said to me, no, you have to do it yourself. And so he really pushed me to rap at these clubs, and my friend who started um, a club here called the Rhythm Lounge, which the Chili Peppers and and you know Iced Tea and all these people came out of this LA scene from that club um you know and I came out of that club too and so I was doing music and DJing and for me really um I love DJing and it was like my day job even though it was at night I thought like this was an extension of being a musician and I was um when I did my first album with Dave Jordan who did Jane's Jane's Addiction and Alice in Chains and more um I told him I wanted to sample and make this record and he didn't even know what I was talking about so wow
0: so you were cutting edge girl
1: well, I mean, I just was, um, you know, making, doing art. I don't think you think about what you're doing when you're just being, expre- you know, expressing. You're just doing it, it. Yeah. You're just doing it, and, you know, these were the things that I was influenced by, and, and in the hip-hop world in the early days, people were sampling, and, there, you know, as we know, there was all the controversy about that and, you know, publishing rights and all that stuff, but this was even before that. So, yeah, I mean, I just, I'm, you know, unfortunately, I'm, I still feel... I mean, I've been very blessed and made a lot of music and had a lot of releases and had music sustain me all this time and, you know, been so fortunate. And, but I still feel like I'm not, haven't made the the quintessential Angelique Bianca album yet. So. But it's
0: in the works.
1: It is in the works. Yes. Let
0: me ask you this. At what point did you feel that the switch happened from rap to hip hop? Because you know, if, uh, and I don't. I'm not the authority on this uh, genre of music at all. Um, I do like it, but I'm not. You know, I, I can't comment on it like somebody like you. But at some point, didn't rap become hip hop?
1: Um, wow! Uh, you know, it's funny because I think that was also very an interesting. Trajectory for my career because I didn't stay in that world. Like I, I, I still DJ hip hop music when it's called for. It's I'm more EDM now and I like electronic music and. But I'm what's EDM?
0: Special?
1: Electronic dance music. Got it. So, um, but I like you know as I've gotten older, I really like uh, chill out like the Cafe del Mar Hotel Coast Buddha Bar Sound, which is uh, an album that I'm working on right now as well in that genre. That's but, the
0: title, Buddha Bar Sandwiches. No, (laughs) I like that.
1: (laughs) That It sounds very (laughs) funny, but no, there is a famous bar in Paris called the Buddha Bar, and it's where this, you know, there's a whole chill out movement, and it's Hotel Coast, Cafe Del Mar, um, it's, I don't know, I mean, it's just this whole, like, beach lounges, poolside, chill out music, cocktails, but it's electronic music. So, um, anyway, uh, backing up to the hip-hop thing, I want, I mean, my... I play guitar and keyboards and stuff, and I was, you know, my soul was like, I wanted to be Jimmy Page. I I didn't want to be Eminem, I wanted to be Jimmy Page. So I didn't stay, that was why I didn't really stay in that world of hip hop. Um, So I think, you know, it's interesting because I was a DJ back then. I was the resident at a big club back then called The Pink, and we had everybody from David Bowie and Prince and Madonna and Sean Penn and so many celebrities hanging out. There was a little box in Venice Beach and we had a line out the door down the entry was in the in the alley in the back and i was this kid you know and i was djing at this club i didn't you know really not a very savvy businesswoman and i you know and after 3 years of being the resident there i moved to london so i i probably was maybe about to have a bigger career here but i just what that wasn't why i did music and that's not why I, I, it's not my goal in life it was my goal in life was to live and um so and i and it's funny cuz i have to just give credit to this movie i don't know if you know it anti mame
0: anti mame yes i've heard of it yeah
1: it's a great old black and white classic film that was later remade By with a lucille ball right it was like in
0: the 60s or 50s i think it wasn't i
1: wasn't alive then. yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) kidding but i am dating myself but when i was a little kid i really liked these black and white uh classic films right and this this movie is about this woman who um lived this fabulous life and traveled the world and she had a sister and her sister and her husband got in a car crash and she ended up having to she was the godmother to their child so she ended up raising this kid And just to sum it up, I mean, she basically told the kid, darling, you must live, live, live. And so when I was a little kid and I saw this 60-year-old woman saying like, yeah, you got to live. And so I wanted to become – I knew that in my life I wanted to grow up to be 60, which is still far off in the future, and have lived. And so that's really – what I've been trying to do is you know experience and and I'm so grateful it's that music has made me have amazing experiences and the irony is as I know you're a yogi too I um, always thought that India would be my backup plan if music didn't work for me. And the funny thing is, is that music took me to India. So I spent three months there DJing and doing music. So,
0: so music is taking you where you need to go. It is your soul. You know, it's your it's your soul grace in life. Hey, since you traveled the world, Angelique, let's give everybody a taste of the world revolves around you.
2: Okay, thanks,
0: Angelique Bianca. Trusting That is really, really beautiful.
1: Thank you. Yeah.
0: So, tell us about that track.
1: Well, uh, actually, that's just a demo um, that I'm hoping to re-record uh, one day. Uh,
0: Hell of a demo.
1: Thank you. It's got so a much.
0: great, great energy to it. I just love it. Thank you. Yeah. So, 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 you know, give us the quick snapshot. I mean, it's the world revolves around you. That kind of says it all. But do you want to add anything to the explanation just to give it pull us into the song a little more?
1: Well, I love it when people use their own imagine, you know, it's like when you look at a painting, it you know, it speaks to you and to different people in different ways and I like it when people just let us let a song you know kind of speak to them and then they make their kind of own
0: Good. Then shall we not mock it up?
1: Well, cuz it if I, tell, <laughs> I don't want to, you know, if I to be honest, it's actually like a lo- it's a it's a it's a song about an ex who I was mad at.
0: Aren't they all? <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, you know, it, it, and it's just funny because you know I don't. I, it, it's an old story, so I'm not upset anymore at all at that person. But right. funny.
0: So, so then let's, let's skip ahead. Cause I got a lot to ask you here. So tell me about, um, you went over to Spain and you went to the Isle of Ibiza. So how, first of all, how the hell did you even get over there to, like, what possessed you to go there? Cause I didn't even know about this place and it's, a, it turned out it's a happening, uh, a happening place for people to hang and vacation and whatever. So can you give us a little like story how that happened?
1: Of course, I basically was asked to DJ in uh, Lake Geneva at a private party on the lake, which was amazing. And the people that had the house there uh, asked if I wanted to go with them to Mallorca, which is another, it's the Balearic chain where there's Mallorca, Ibiza, Formentera, and um, Menorca. And, um, so it's about 20 minutes off the coast of Barcelona and the correct pronunciation. the, the Spanish say Ibiza, like they do the, uh, T H for the plaza and I don't, I, I can't make that kind of accent that well, but, okay. And, but, but, but the Germans say Ibiza, the Americans say "abiza," and the old Ibitan, uh, pronunciation is the Avisa, a like you said. So the the Ibisankos, the original inhabitants. Well, actually, they're not the original inhabitants because it used to be the Phoenicians and the Romans. And it has a great history. It's an ama- amazing, magical island. And it's my second home in my heart.
0: It's beautiful. So, I, I um, went online to check it out because, and of course, I researched the, the Avisia I got. And it, by the way, it's spelled I-B as in boy, I-Z-A. But uh, according to Somebody on Google pronounced it that way. So you're saying that's the traditional old way of saying it. Ivesia. There's
1: the Sankins, the, 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 the natives of the island. Uh, okay. That, and they, 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 have, they have, a you know, Catalan is spoken there and Spanish. And so anyway, um, basically I went, so I'm a DJ. I'm DJing this party and these people have a house in Mallorca and they invite me because they have an extra room. And we went to Mallorca and it's a beautiful island as well and amazing. And and then they said, you know, we're going to go to Ibiza and you're a DJ, don't you want to go there? And it's so funny because the year before I moved to Ibiza, um, I was doing a lot of uh, events with Vogue and Vanity Fair and celebrity parties and, and actually really having a a really quite easy time as a DJ because I would do these events that were like from six to eight or nine, you know, seven to nine. So I wasn't really involved in the nightlife that much. And I always would joke with people, you know, I, I work in the nightlife. I don't live the nightlife. Right. And so when I, I, you know, but I love DJing and I love, you know, I love that I get to play music for people and make them dance and make them smile. I mean, I feel like this is such a gift. And so.
0: So you like both worlds. You like, because you're a yogi, you probably like to get up early. No? I do. I
1: yeah. get up early, yeah. and and um, so Abitha was, uh, you know, I, I think I look young for my age. I think if I hadn't spent five years in Abitha, I would probably look five years younger. <laughs> but
2: <laughs> I didn't,
1: you know, and that's, you know, it's very important for me, for people to know that I did work in the nightlife. I did not live the nightlife, and that was um, a very interesting and and challenging island, because a lot of people do go there to party very uh yeah. excessively and um you know I learned a lot and I I made but I also had amazing friends that I'm still very close to to this day and there's a real health conscious movement happening there there's a very this island is has deep roots in spirituality and um there's a bunch I mean before I left I um worked in a healing modality that I was gifted um a scholarship to practice and So anyway, let me go back. Does this
0: mean they're going to shut down all the clubs?
1: (laughs) Absolutely not. It's easier than ever. And it's actually, when I was there, they were trying to shut down the outdoor clubs. And now there's many beach clubs. And that's all, you know, they realized what a mistake that would have been to close. You know, people should be allowed to dance outside under the stars or under the sun. I mean, this this is, we're supposed to dance. We're supposed to move, you know. Sure. it's healthy for us and I think that's why so many people like to do it and um, so basically they asked me to go to Ibiza and I was supposed to go for three days I ended up staying for seven days um, I met um, some amazing people and I fell in love with the island and I had an opportunity to go there and I you know I was just telling a friend of mine at the gym this morning I said you know it's it's really interesting you know when I went to go to Ibiza I wasn't leaving LA because things were bad I, things were actually really good here and I, I thought it was really important that I didn't leave because I was not happy where I was I was happy, but I had an opportunity to live on an island in a forest overlooking the ocean, and I love nature so much. And I feel like that's really part of the biggest problem going on in our planet today is that we're so disconnected to the earth that the you know the people are not in their nature. I mean, they're not even eating food that is you know. I was telling her about the food that you know it speaks a language to our body, and you know, we're having processed foods and food that are foods that are organic or filled with GMOs. They don't speak the language that our body speaks, right? And so anyway, I just magically ended up on this island. I ended up very quickly becoming a resident and in one year headlining DJ. And it was beautiful and it's just it's a magical place. I can't recommend it more highly to, to visit. And you can go to party or you can go and just connect to the nature there. And what I loved about it is you can walk in the forest there and not be afraid of any bug or snake. Or And now, I mean, I, I hope it's still safe, but I mean, even safely walk through a forest and not feel like you have to watch your back.
0: Wow, that's great. So, you know, you're, you're the only female DJ fe- featured in this docu-film. It's uh, The Beat Goes On. So, yes. So, uh, David Gaeta, David Sasha. David, David Guetta. David Getta, Sasha, Pete Tong, uh, Paul Oakenfold, and uh, Nikki Harris. So, how did you get hooked up in this? This is from... Uh, You know, how did you get into this?
1: They, um, I was, I'm a DJ on the island, and I knew a lot of people, and I guess I was just very fortunate. They asked me to to be in it, and um, and
0: you didn't even have to have your fingers crossed, did you? (laughs) So let's play that one. Fingers crossed, Angelique Bianca. I love this track.
2: the truth, somewhere, somehow, the lines go You know I gotta tell you I feel like
0: and from the opening line, I feel like you're breathing into my soul that is so beautiful
1: you're so kind you know you have such a great radio voice
0: oh thank you <laughs> that's
1: what it, I was thinking <laughs> oh
0: well i I' say t- thank you very much it's just it just like you've got such a um just this a spiritual edge you know in your voice in that song, and it's you know it's very um it's very breathy and it's very ethereal. It's just really beautiful. I mean, you know, I heard that earlier today. I was like, man, I got to play this one. This is just great. Hey, do you want to talk about the Indians, Angelique?
1: Sure. I mean, that was a magical part of my life. Yeah.
0: I, so that I, was the band. When did this start? Like the Indians.
1: Um, I moved. I Like I told you, I was DJing at that club um, right. in Venice. And then at the end of 1989, I decided to pack up and move to London and And my best friend and I moved there, and within a year, I put a band together, and we very quickly got um, recognition and got signed to Polygram, and uh, was with them for four years. Exciting. it was really fun. Our first tour was opening for Lloyd Cole, and we played all the major venues, like the Hammersmith Odeon and the and the Apollo Theater in Manchester, and the Edinburgh Playhouse in Scotland. And then it was all downhill. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, it, was, <laughs> it was amazing to be able to go on tour and and play at these amazing venues. And and sadly, um, the band. Uh, kind of, well, we stayed in London for a while and then we moved to New York because the, the record label was based in New York City. And um, actually, my guitar player, who is doing wonderful world music, um, Zeb, he's called the, Zed, the spy from Cairo, and he um, makes amazing world music. So um, the bass player went on to become an English professor back in England. Right. And- I don't know what happened to our drummer. He disappeared, so sadly, if he's out there listening, get in touch with me, Arthur. Arthur, so, um,
0: Arthur where are you? Are you at Arthur Treacher's Chips and Fish or something, Arthur? Get over here. We need pub. you.
1: He's at the pub. He's at the pub. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, we did we did really well, and we got to tour America, and we had the title track for the movie California with a K, which was Brad Pitt's first you know starring role in a movie, and then we had a couple of songs in Reality Bites, the Gen X movie, which is I guess I'm a Gen Xer, and um, so uh, yeah, it was a really fun time, and I I miss touring, and I hope that I can again. I mean later on I got signed to another label and made another album, and was managed by Kurt Smith from Tears for Fear. I
0: saw that. I was going to get to that because uh, both myself and my son are huge Tears for Fears uh, fans. So uh, you'll have to get us all together. You and Kurt and me and Trevor and go out for fish and chips and Arthur will join us.
1: I will. uh, Yeah. Wonderful. I like that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that'd be great. Hey, so. um, So the Indians, when that finally came to an end, you know, it was sad. But you but you did polygram. You got signed with them. So that was a kind of a huge deal. That was really, really cool. Some people never, never, ever get there.
1: Yeah, thank you. And then I did. Uh, Then I decided to move back to California. I wanted to come home to my roots. I wanted to put a new band together that reflected that kind of California dreamy, you know, folk Americana. And uh, I, I actually made this, I don't know, this album that was kind of half that, half. Nine Inch Nails, so it was, you know, my DJ side and my rock side were colliding, and it was an amazing album I got to um, create with uh, people from Alanis Morissette's band and uh, Seal's band, and... um,
0: And what um, was the name of the record?
1: Well, it was Angelique, and it was called Present, and it is still sold on, I mean, I don't know how it's selling, because the label went bankrupt the day that the album was to be released. Oh,
0: man. We did... I love I love the title present. That's so you.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so um, it, we did actually manage to get a song in Baywatch and a song in a, I guess there was a, t, a TV a short-lived TV series The Crow based on the movie The Crow. So um, you know it was poised for. I mean, radio had already agreed to add it, and it was looking like it was a go. And then unfortunately, the label. Went uh, bankrupt. It was actually ran by the same guy that was sued by the Jackson family, Randy Phillips, who is the president of, uh, I guess, I don't know, whatever his company is. And uh, so I don't know that uh, that is sad. And um, but, you know, I persevered and I have been making music ever since you and persevered still, still music.
0: Yeah. Not only you persevered, but I got to tell you, I, you know, I've got like four pages of stuff in front of me and um, and I don't I don't like call it stuff. I call it like wonderful opportunities that you went after and seized like you don't get to these places that we're talking about without some hustle and obviously you have that part of it not just your artistry but um but you work it i can tell that and that's you know i really uh you know just acknowledge and commend you for that because that takes a lot you know you're kind of like as artists we're out there all by ourselves and oftentimes we don't get the help that we need so i can tell you really really uh work it so hey let's while we're talking about that let's play covered in stars Oh, yeah, this got a groove, baby.
2: You were not my choice. You were just a stranger. I didn't stand a chance. I knew I was.
0: group the rap group It just felt so good really really great tell me about the production on that who's in on that
2: with you
1: well I actually um worked with a couple of producers in Ibiza that I'm still we're working on some new music right now and um they're island stables in Ibiza they both um have many projects they work on and um, we did that song, but it just recently got placed in the TV show Switched at Birth, which I'm quite excited about. It's the second placement that the show's um, asked me for, which is quite nice, and I guess it's on ABC Family.
0: That's great. Congratulations. That's huge.
1: Thank you, and it is available on iTunes, um, and so basically, it's it's been, you know, with the... The one wonderful thing about the internet is being able to collaborate with people all over the world, so I'm still able to work with them in Spain and I'm actually working with another producer in Brazil right now and I have another producer I'm working with in England, so it's been really cool to be able to use the internet to make music and collaborate with people all over the world and have this global community.
0: So you are an international girl. You know, I got to get to Ibiza. Something good going on. It's the water or something or the crops, man. That's really cool.
1: Well, there's no GMOs in the food there. That's for sure. That's
0: right. You know, I'll share a real quick story with you. I went to uh, uh, Buenos Aires a few years back. And, you know, I told you I'm a real heavy yogi. And I didn't do yoga for like, I don't know, for like six days maybe. And I came back and I ate nothing but beef down there. And I came back, and the and the owner of the studio comes up, and he goes, "Man, what what have you been doing? You look great. You like, you dropped weight or something?" And I, I said, "No, I haven't done yoga, and it occurred to me it was the food. They don't do any, um, they don't put any steroids, and you know the cows don't eat steroids, and everything's fresh and natural, you know. So I think your body just processes things in a different way."
1: Yeah, I was just telling um, my my friend that I go to the gym with. I told her, you know, in Europe. When I lived there, you know, it, definitely, the food is different, and you know, so many people go to Europe and eat and eat and eat, and come back and say, "Oh my God, I can't believe I ate so much, but I lost weight." Yeah, and that's happening all over the world. It's only in America, you know, where our food system is very corrupt. And I do, you know, besides the music, I have this wellness website called The Angel Frequency, and I have a presence on Facebook. I love people to come check out because there's a lot of great information about food, about wellness, about mind, body, soul wellness, and you know, because it's going to be up to us to educate ourselves to effectively change what's going on with the corruption in our in our food
0: right yeah and and you know i got to I got to hand it to you for doing that and for stepping up and for, you know, responding to what you see as an artist. I think that's so powerful and, um, you know, it's just so commendable and I honor you for that. I mean, you've got it going on here, girl. You've got the angel frequency. You're in fashion. You're in yoga. Uh, I think uh, and congratulations on your new line that you showed me earlier. You're doing, And I thought it was handbags, but you straightened me out on that because it's iPhone holders or something, right?
1: Yes, I'm the new brand ambassador for a company called TulaStyle.com is the website, www.ToolAStyle.com. Great. And they make amazing, it's a home, you know, an L.A. home-based brand with one of my dearest, closest friends. I want to support her and, you know, commending these people that do their businesses from home because, you know, we're living in this crazy economy here and um, yeah she makes these really cute um, cases for your phone and I had uh, I had a Samsung I just recently am so excited to switch to an iPhone finally and I'm a Mac person I, I mean I run Pro tools <laughs> I know how to right. you know, have a Macbook Pro and I can't believe it. but when I moved back here from Spain I will say honestly that I a friend of mine, I wasn't even sure I was going to stay in LA and um, somebody, a really good friend of mine let me borrow a phone and it broke. And so I had to get a new phone and at that time, the phone carrier didn't have iPhones. So I did have to go with the Samsung. Finally, right. I did the change the switch. And so, and so anyway, my friend makes these great They're great, and uh, I always get complimented when I I, I do, you know, just it's great. They, They have chains, so you can, like, wear them as a person. You can put your credit card and your driver's license and not have to carry a big bag sometimes. You know, when you're DJing, it's just nice to be able to have your phone nearby because, you know... I am able to, it's, I love DJing because it's this job that you can actually invite your friends to hang out with you, have a drink and, uh, and be social. So it's, it's a great little, it's a great job. And I do have a residency now in Malibu at a place called the sunset, which is one of the, uh, probably the only, uh, beach restaurant where you can actually see the sunset right in front of you, and right now is a great time of year. I'm there on Friday nights between 5 and 9 p.m., sometimes till 10 if the bar is busy, and I play that Ibiza-style music. I play the chill-out, beach, loungy, um, sexy cocktail music, and the restaurant has great food, and, and it's a really fun, beautiful, beautiful place to be. I'm really, I mean, if I can't be in Ibiza, if I can be on the beach in Malibu watching the sunset, I feel so grateful.
0: So you brought Abitha to Malibu.
1: That's what I, I th- like to say. <laughs> I think you did.
0: I think you did. You got to get like, um, you know, you got to get some kind of uh, stipend for that or something. They got to just honor you for that. That's cool. Okay. So, hey, you mentioned also, um, you know, you were you were played with a whole bunch of people. And uh, I think I don't know if you mentioned the Flaming Lips. I saw that on your on your TV. Uh, on your bio as well. And I saw them with uh, my morning jacket down in the Riviera Maya at the Hard Rock uh, about two years ago. And uh it was it was all great except that my room was in the band almost. It was like <laughs> you walked twenty feet away from the stage and uh that's where my my room was so it was uh, it were was, you sleeping um yeah it was a I little difficult
1: sleeping <laughs> yeah well you know hey, what some people would want to pay extra to be that close to the van so i, I was don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah i was uh i didn't get a t- time to adjust my schedule because i i'm a four o'clock in the morning or so my my time got whacked out so it took me a few days to to get on target with the partiers but uh but it was, it was a great time. So, Hey, tell me about like, what's you mentioned earlier, like, uh, for you, your ideal thing now, Angelique would be to like, put a band together and start doing like a, a tour type of thing. Like after you do this next record or what's, what's like most foremost in your mind right now, as far as I want to do X, what is it?
1: Wow. Um, Well, as you're a yogi, you'll probably understand this. I really try to live a present, and that's why the the album was called Present, is staying present and not projecting into the future and trying to make each day the best. Right, so right. I, I think um, I have many dreams and of course things that I'd like to achieve and accomplish and I would love to tour that would be amazing but I also want to write songs for film and television um, and which I you're also, doing
0: you're doing thank, that already
1: thank you and so I just want to keep making music I want to keep trying to make the world a better place I want to keep um, you know connecting with people and making them smile when they're on the dance floor or just listening to my music I got to DJ for Neil Young a couple weeks ago which Was amazing. Oh, great! And um, I would love people to come to you know my Facebook page. If there, I know um, a lot of people don't like Facebook, but I love it because I'm in a community there, and it's really amazing. Because of course, you know, we can't right now. It's such a critical time on the planet, and the tragedies that have been happening not just in Paris, but in Beirut and in Africa, and there's a lot going on in the world right now. And there's a lot of I, I like to have dialogue about this because I believe this is how we affect change. And so, um, it's funny because I got, I did do on my Facebook page, the, the, a lot of people were showing their solidarity with Paris and putting a French flag on their profile. And out of the almost 5,000 friends I have, one person was patronizing and, and towards me saying like, how could you just, you know, only support Paris? This is happening all over. And and i and we had a dialogue which is quite interesting and at the end of it you know i just he was being really sarcastic and patronizing and i said look you know that kind of mentality and negativity that energy isn't what's going to serve us right now. And I just want you to know that I love you and I forgive you for this. And I just hope that, you know, what's great about Facebook, if you don't like me, and you don't like what I'm saying on my page, go ahead and block me or delete me or unfriend me. That's, and I would just say, go in peace. And he turned around and apologized. And it was such a beautiful, you know, dialogue where we had two people that were, you know, he was really trying to be negative, and I just sent him love, and he came back and apologized, and we we're you know at peace, and that that is the kind of thing that you know, and that's what I like about Facebook. And that's I've, fantastic.
0: People- Good for you. Good for you for doing that. And you know, as far as uh, you know, like people getting upset, you, it, you got you got to start somewhere. Why not support you know like why wouldn't I want to support somebody we, we all need to support each other you know it's a fragile life that we live so you know it starts with one generous move so hey as we're getting to the end here it's time to play let me go I don't want to go but let's listen to let me go Giving me chills, girl.
2: You're so kind.
0: It's beautiful, beautiful work. I love what you're doing here. Hey, so um, as we're winding down here, um, I just want to say that there, there's so much that that we didn't cover in all of your history because you have such a rich history of artistry entertainment. You're doing it all. And um, as we're parting, why don't we just uh, cover like all the places that you'd like people to stop by? I know we, we touched on some of them, but I'd like to just leave with that to, uh, to let people know about Angelique Bianca and where you can find her. So why don't you give us those sites, if you would, please, Angelique.
1: Sure. Well, I have a SoundCloud and a MixCloud, and they're both www.soundcloud.com and mixcloud.com and then forward slash Angelique, aka, which is also known as Angel Freak, which is short for Angel Frequency, but which is F-R-E-Q. So it's um, www.mixcloud.com forward slash Angelique, A-K-A-A-N-G-E-L-F-R-E-Q. Um, I also have a Reverb Nation, which I believe is where we met and or where you found yes, me. Yes,
0: that's right.
1: And um, I don't even know what that is. But, um, if, and also, I mean, I'd love to welcome people to the community on Facebook. And um, I think you can just Google my name, Angelique Bianca, and you'll find me. And I would love to find you and uh, connect and share music and, and share positivity
0: fantastic a hey, it was a great great hang today angelique did you have fun on dharmic evolution
1: it's great i love what you're doing thank you so much
0: well thank you i appreciate you being here and sharing all that you did today i had a great time and uh i look forward to seeing you and and witnessing more of your success as time goes on and uh you have a new fan here in james kevin o'connor that's for sure
1: namaste brother
0: namaste She had me at namaste. What a great lady. I really enjoyed that. Man, I'll tell you, she brings new meaning to stacking the cool. Like, she 10X's it. Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed that. The world revolves around you. Fingers crossed. Covered in stars. Let me go. Kurt Smith, Tears for Fears. Switched at birth on ABC Family TV. And it goes on and on. The angel frequency. All of these great things you'll find in the show notes that uh, Leanne provides for you guys. I hope you had a great time today hanging with myself and Angelique. You know, I think I just like saying her name. Angelique Bianca, what a beautiful name. Hey, swing over to dharmicevolution.com. Check out all the content on the site, including my coaching page. Both life coaching and if you are a podcaster new to the space and are you're looking for help, you, you don't know how to do this, you need somebody to bring you along, shoot me an email, Kevin at Dharma, Dharmakevolution.com. I can help you with that. And um on the site, also, if you've been on this show, you are on the website, com. Just check out the show's page. You are there. There's also videos, photos, conversation, music downloads, links to all my past guests. And don't forget, the downloads are free. However, the content, it's priceless. Hey, Sunday the 24th, we are in Austin, Texas with a real rockin' lady, Alyssa Simmons. Make sure you tune into that. That's it for me. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio video artist, and master storyteller. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage.